Well, what do you know? It's it's Friday, um, and we are here at the Just a Little Bit Out West podcast. And so today, we are going to get just a little bit out west. We're going to talk about the subject of liberty and what the word liberty means. If you're an American, you recognize that word because... We say it all the time, liberty for all. And, you know, just like most of the things in the Bible, we all sort of think we know what these words mean, but our understanding is usually not very complete. At least mine isn't. The word liberty uh, means freedom. It means to be able to come and go as you please. One of the most interesting things about life and and God, it it just seems like most everyone wants to put us in some form of slavery. I mean, everywhere you look in this world, you've got this idea that you know you you have to do this, you need to do that, you're you're supposed to do this and that and the other thing, and they all make it sound like that's what God wants, and yet God's whole thing from the very beginning, is freedom. In the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve had a whole garden and every tree, and they had control over their entire environment, except for one thing. God doesn't want or need slaves. He wants us to be free. Paul talks about this in the fifth chapter of Galatians. It says, Stand fast. The dictionary definition of stand fast is refuse to abandon your opinion or your belief. Stick to your guns is the way we would say that in America. So it says, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. Stick to your guns in the freedom that Christ the anointing and the anointed one of God has made us free. And then Paul says, you have been called to be free. But, okay, hold on for a second. Don't use your freedom, your desires and your lusts and your body tell you what to do. But by loving other people, serve each other. Even though you're free, you're using that freedom to help each other because the whole law is fulfilled in this one thing love your neighbor as yourself Romans, the eighth chapter, he talks about this a little bit, and he says, there's no, you're not condemned. There's no condemnation because you are in Christ Jesus. In other words, you have received what he gave, and because of that, you don't walk 
after the desires and the lusts of your flesh. But because of Jesus and what he's done for us, his spirit lives in us, and Paul says it made us free from the law of sin and death. And once again, we we always come back to this, but freedom to just do whatever you want and treat other people like garbage and just fulfill all of your lusts, that's not freedom because that will eventually destroy you. Freedom is essentially the ability to make your own choices and to control your own path. And the scripture is full of those kinds of references. And it makes it clear that freedom is like God. People say, well, the, the sin of Adam and Eve was to be like God. This is another one of those areas that we've talked about before. Adam and Eve were already like God. They were free to do anything they wanted except for the one thing. God, you, you need to understand this. I think you do anyway. God hates slavery in every form. Every scripture bears this out. And this all by itself should be enough, but it never seems to be, to counter these heresies that always come along to try to put you into slavery. This is the reason that Jesus was so upset with the Pharisees, because those religious leaders of his time were hypocritical and controlling. They were taking freedom away from people. Jesus hates that. At one point, Jesus says, don't be like the Pharisees because they say, but they don't do. They put a burden on other people's backs, but they won't even lift a finger to help you. That's in Matthew 23. In America, freedom for all men which was written into our founding documents, is a concept that it was well known to the men that began America, but in the rest of the world it's pretty foreign, and most places don't really understand that. Their desire, the, the reason that they did what they did and they wrote what they wrote in the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence was they were trying to follow biblical concepts. That's an idea that a lot of people don't want to receive, but it is the truth. And it was obvious to those men that enslavement of other men was abhorrent to God. All of this talk recently about racism and slavery and how evil the beginning of America was, if you believe that, let me respectfully say, you have no concept of what happened at the founding of America. The whole reason that language is in there is because you had agreements among different groups of people, and we've talked about this before, but half of the country, half of the colonies, believed that slavery was anti-God, and the other half liked that they were making money and they were okay with slavery. This is the reason that you can always find fault with America if you want to, because they really are two nations. But the whole point of the founding documents and the whole reason that 
language is in there about men being equal. It doesn't mean that we are that we all have equal income or equal ability or equal whatever. It's saying that we all have an equal opportunity. We're not bound by class as they were in Europe. Getting back to the Bible, Paul spells out, and he talks about in, in the book of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, that laws are made for people who don't have that inner law, God living in them, teaching them what's right and wrong. And so we have to make up these laws to help control or uh, keep people from hurting each other because bad people are bad and they like to hurt people, and that's not good. (laughs) You know, these... These things really are so simple. We have a tendency to overcomplicate everything. What Paul points out is that we can never come to God on the basis of our effort in keeping laws. Laws are not in order to be right with God. The laws are there to control people who aren't right with God. (laughs) When we allow God to put his conscience within us, when we have the quote-unquote mind of Christ, that is what guides us. And we don't need a law to tell us what to do or what to say or, or how to act. We already know what's good and what's bad, and we know don't do bad things because that hurts other people. That's what sin is, is it destroys, it hurts, it breaks. In 1 Corinthians 10, Paul says, you can't drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You can't be partakers of the Lord's table. That's a covenant. We talked about that last week. And the table of devils. Paul says, all things are lawful for me. In other words, I can do whatever I want. But then he says, all things edify not. In other words, I could do whatever I want, but some of these things are not going to be good for me. In this chapter, mostly what he was talking about was meat that was sacrificed to idols. And he was saying, yeah, I can eat that meat. It's not going to hurt me. It's not a big deal. But there are things that are bigger than just my eating of this meat. In other words, I don't want to hurt someone else by my freedom. And so I restrain myself for their benefit, because this could cause problems with their conscience. If they feel guilty for eating meat, well, it would be wrong for me to just throw it in their face and go, well, you're dumb, you should be like me, and you should eat meat. In Galatians, Paul says, all of the law is fulfilled in this one thing. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's the law. And the law... You have that law inside of you. If you if you love God and if you've allowed God into your life, you know how to keep the law. The law is don't do bad things to other people and show them love and respect. Really, honestly, guys, guys and girls, it's so simple. That's why it's difficult for people. That's why I have to take months going over these things, because we've been so deceived and so led off into these murky areas of laws and bylaws and 
contracts and fine print. It's it's just not hard. It's not difficult whatsoever. And then Paul finishes off in, in the book of Galatians. He says, if you are led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. You are free if you follow your conscience. You're free because you know how to love others, and you won't be doing things that are destructive to yourself and to others because you will see how stupid that is. All right. Well, thanks for coming. Thanks for being here this week. All right, then. So I'll see you next week. God bless. Bye-bye. Oh